<laughs> Welcome to the Shit Show. Your host, Jeff Dubart, and his co-host. I actually have no idea, so enjoy. Happy Halloween. Wow. Ooh, this is kind of dark and scary in here. What happened to Amanda's voice? Welcome to the Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Please subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts now. Probably, it's not even iTunes anymore. Let's change that. Spotify, Stitcher, are we on Stitcher yet? Who knows? The phone number, 760-804-GOLF. Email us, shipshowcallawaygolf.com. Happy Halloween, as you can see. All decked out in costumes here. Lex and, and, and Trevor are, are decked out as well. Trevor at well, least Trevor's has a hat on. Out. Yeah, Trevor I, at least has a hat I, I don't even know what Trevor scrunchie. is. Trevor's somebody from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Someone from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, I, that's another I show that I yeah. uh, didn't hear. I'm going to be joined in a few minutes by Dave Neville, who's going to be my co-host for today, and by Joe Toulon. And the reason we had those people, it's not just accident, we actually plan on this show. Um, tomorrow, November 1st, which is terrifying, it's November 1st, speaking of scary, uh, the Super Hybrid is available in stores, as are the number 10 putter and the bird of prey. Woo-hoo. So. We figured it's great to have those two on to talk all about that. And we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but starting off a little Game 7 of the World Series, Lex, did you get to watch any of it? I got to watch, like, I actually listened to a lot of it because I was on the road a bit last night. And right. then um, I got to watch the end of it, which was really special. I mean, seeing a team that, like, hadn't won is totally, that's actually new to me. I don't know how to think about it. If I'm thinking of all the World Series that I've watched... This is exciting conversation. It is. Very Are you thinking? Are you I'm still? Trying, I didn't know I'm when to thinking, jump in because I didn't I'm know if you were done the with the World thought Series, or not. I saw my first World Series that I remember is 2001. So I didn't really like that one. Um, so oh yeah, sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever seen another team win for the first time. Have I? Um, Phillies. Well, I think I did. The Astros win before they won a couple years ago. No, the Phillies have won. They Phillies, Phillies won, won 1980. Before, before yeah, Phillies won 1980 for sure. Um, Harper was going through the list last night of all the teams that have not won a World Series. Oh. Uh, and, and one of those teams is the local nine, the uh, San Diego Padres, who yeah. hired their manager. I believe that's being announced today, Jesse uh, Tingler. Didn't they get announced so we'll the other say. day? Well, I mean, they announced it, but they're, I think they're having the press conference with them today. Oh, okay. I saw the Royals hired Mike Matheny today. Um, I don't know. I get always get a little sad when baseball season ends yeah. uh, just because it's really something I enjoy. But I do love the hot stove, so I am kind of excited to see uh, how many players uh, the Padres and Yankees will kind of sign. So that will kind of get me through. The winter meetings are here in San Diego, so maybe we'll try to go to those oh. and get some people for, for guests on the podcast. But the main yes. reason that I'm excited about Washington, and I'll let you kind of put a, a stamp on it so mm-hmm. we can get on to, to Dave and Joe to talk about the golf stuff, is our good buddy Joe House. Did you see that Joe House was so nervous prior to the game that he ordered uh, triple digits worth of uh, Chinese food to be able to comfort <laughs> him? Um, which I imagine the celebration probably didn't go so well in the house. Uh, house, Can you say the house house? house the, the house household? House, the house of house. The house of house. The yeah. house in D.C. I haven't heard from him. I tried to call him. Um, I believe he was at some, uh, some very exciting actuarial convention. Um, fun fact, Dan Shulman, who does the games on the radio, also yeah. an actuary. What? Um, yeah. But um, long story about that. But okay. anyway, what, what's your reaction to House? Have you heard from him? I, Are you going to reach out to him? So I have not heard from House, um, which I'm actually a little offended because I did a little Instagram story for him when he went to game four. And um, I really wanted to like, I wanted to see his reaction. I know he tweeted about it. So obviously he was like watching and whatever. And he's super happy. But I want to know what his celebratory like food was. His like second well, it was Chinese dinner. Chinese food. 
Well, I, I mean, he, he literally but actually like, ordered like $100 worth of Chinese food. Do you know how much food that is? I, I have eaten with him many times. And I can imagine that he would have had like a dessert chow mein or something. I, I think chow he mein? just ordered half the menu. And, and I think that was sort of the planned celebration. Oh Maybe gosh. what we can try to do is is at some point when he calms down and returns to Earth, can you maybe work on trying to get him to, to give us a moment or two of his time? I sure can. He, I'm, he, he owes me a little bit, so happily. Uh, man, what, what, what a Game 7. What a Game 7. We already talked about that. As promised, Yodi Nev's in the co-host chair. We're going to get to him uh, and some co-hosting opportunities a little bit later. And Joey T, Joe Toulon joining us. Joey T. Do you Yo. guys know why you two were the only guests that Lex and I had to book for today's Halloween ship show edition? I got no idea. No clue. No clue. Excellent. Well, no one reads emails around okay. here. But you know what tomorrow is? Halloween. No, that's today. Oh, that's this today. is Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, tomorrow is par for the super the hybrid. super, that's right. Also known as the super hybrid. And it is par for bird of prey. And number 10. Yes. The BOP and the yep. number 10. Yep. Also known as the Killing DS. It. People starting to catch mm -hmm. on. Sure. The DS. You said that. I did. I did. So let's start with the Super Hybrid. Um, I talked about it last week. It already had its first win because I won a skin with it <laughs> and three matches with it. It's phenomenal. Its first tour win with Jeff Newbar. It wasn't a, didn't say tour win. I just said first <laughs> win. It, it's phenomenal. Uh, I have two of them in my bag. It's, it's going to dominate um, an event in December in the desert that I don't know if we're ready to talk about yet. Just whoever, whoever faces it, just get out of the way. <laughs> um, explain to people who didn't listen to Callaway Talks, who haven't heard the fitting room where you've talked about it. Talk about it again. Yeah, we had fitting room. We got Callaway Talks. We got in-hands videos. We got a ton of content out on CallawayGolf.com. But basically what we were going for, the challenge from Chip Brewer was make a hybrid that's going to make your fairway wood jealous. Make a hybrid that that could take a five wood out of the bag. In order to do that, we basically had to take driver technology and put it into a hybrid. So we got an all-titanium body. We got a titanium face. We have a triaxial carbon crown we've got jailbreak technology we got mim tungsten waiting we got adjustability we got literally everything we got a ck pro shaft mitsubishi tensei number one shaft pga tour high-end grip uh from golf pride everything and packed into this super hybrid and 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 who who is this for because look i've not always been known as the best in relationships so i'm, I'm a little nervous about my fairway wood hybrid relationship <laughs> thing but my track record isn't great in that department who, who's this for? Who, who should be going to their favorite retailer tomorrow, because tomorrow is Friday, of course, and, and putting these you know to the test? It's an interesting one, because when we first were looking at positioning it, it was mostly for the better player. So that's why we have a 17 degree and a 20 degree. But then we added in the 23 degree, which makes it more versatile for more uh, types of players. But Typically for a better player, you know, better player hybrids, we have the Apex hybrid out there, but this hybrid is a tiny little peanut. You know, you don't yeah. really see better player hybrids that are a little bit bigger in in shape. So it's really somebody, maybe they struggle with their, their fairway woods or their fairway woods balloon on them. They spin too much. They want a little bit more versatility. You got to go in and try this on a launch monitor. You got to go get fit because the, the numbers are just eye-popping. Yeah, and, and I said this the other day, I took the 17 and jacked it up two degrees to 19 which got a little more upright for me because i play him a little bit up and the the performance of it is just it's so easy to hit the other thing is i was taking a golf lesson i don't know if you've been following i've been taking golf lessons i heard that and and we took the ball and we took it over to the kakuya and we stepped on it 
so you could just <laughs> see the top of it, and it was hitting out of it as if the Kikuya wasn't even there. So super versatile for those of us who miss fairways. All right, but that's not the only thing we're launching on Friday. You a little jealous? Look at he has driver technology <laughs> and a hybrid. I mean, what are you going to tell me? You have putter technology and a putter? How are you going to top him? I guess so. Yeah. All right. But it's, well, he's would, already got action out on tour, so I, I'm a little I'm a little jealous of that. Yeah. So yeah. so 10. so just so people know, um, Joe Toulon, when he's not here in the office doing podcasts with Nevs and I, which is quite often, is is out on the PGA Tour as our putter rep. Uh, representing both Odyssey and the Toulon brand. Yep. And uh, I've seen you out there a couple times. You probably aren't going to want to talk about yourself because there's another Toulon who likes to talk about himself sure, a lot. Sure. Um, but you guys have dominated counts. You guys have the most wins uh, on world tours combined compared to any other putter. So you don't have to say all this nice stuff about yourself. Okay. Well done this year, man. You, you've kicked all the ass out there. So yeah, thank tw- you. 2019 has been just an awesome year so far on, on the PJ Tour and on tours worldwide. And yeah. with the addition of these two new models, whoa, look out. I yeah, mean, so so let's talk about it. I mean, like number 10 already was the most played Odyssey putter model at, at a recent tour event. And, yeah. and I mean, it's it's fairly new. Yeah, so I mean, we launched it uh, on tour, on the PJ Tour at Greenbrier. So we've had it out there for five, six weeks. In the third week out, it was already our number one model on the PGA Tour. Crazy. What would you attribute that that to? I got some ideas, but I want to hear it from you. Uh, I mean, I just think we have so much technology packed into this putter. Uh, we got the Stroke Lab shaft, which has already been, I mean, hugely popular and only gaining momentum. We have a new insert in these putters, Micro Hinge Star Insert. Yeah, which feels amazing. Awesome. Sounds amazing. Awesome. And then these heads are just super high MOI. You know, with the 10, you have the 10 s and the 10 double bend yeah so you have options for a lot of different strokes and i'm just seeing everybody it's not a putter for one specific person it's a putter for everybody and like newbarth was talking about you got his first win with a super hybrid and the um, number 10 because oh, i hit the number 10 on the par okay. three the skin was super hybrid followed by number 10 cash and i was Deuce. gonna i was gonna try to steal your thunder and say in, in in japan i had a first sales meeting win with the with the number 10 we were on fire we got to try some of the, the new putters um and i just love the way it sits to the ground i mean it sets yeah. up so square that yeah. was one of the big things for us too in in getting that to work on tour is getting it to sit square because mm-hmm. mallets um you know, they wanna, unlike blades, they can they can move open or close yeah. a little bit. So it's a really it's a challenge to get them to sit square, and that's the first thing a player looks at when they yeah, put down sure. the putter. It needs to sit square to their line, and th- and this putter, there's no messing with it. It right. sits and, dead square. And, and let's not forget the bird of prey. Yes, the, the bird B-O-P. of prey. I think gets a little jealous sometimes because because the number ten yep. has come out of the gate strong, but it's the race isn't over. Right, um, underrated putter so far, the bird yeah. of prey, um, yeah. and I think it is going to be an under the radar putter. But a lot of the same features as a number 10. You know, it's got the super high MOI uh, design and shape. The very bold alignment line, which is huge for alignment. I mean, that's a big part of not just for tour players, for every golfer. Yeah. Um, you know, very, very stable putter. I think uh, that'll only gain momentum, you know, once, you know, people see it more and yeah. uh, kind of give both. I think a lot of people are going to go to the stores tomorrow for the number 10 and then they're going to look at the bird of prey and go you know what 
This looks pretty good too. It's interesting on that one. When I first saw it, I'm like, what shape does that remind me of? But then it really is a unique shape. It's not something I don't think Callaway I've ever seen. I've never really seen something similar from any other company. It's got this kind of Star Trek. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard Wait, which, which, which part are you talking about isn't similar to something from any other company? The Bird of Prey. Got <laughs> bird it. Okay. Prey, bird of Prey. Bird of Prey. Oh, the Bird of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The 10 is unique also. Yeah. Totally. No, I mean, the Bird of Prey is definitely a new, unique shape, and I have heard people say the Star Trek reference, um, which I, I, I don't want to so we Have know. we, like, gone into, like, the Star Trek web forums and, like, literally <laughs> posted pictures dropping. of the Bird of Prey? <laughs> who, who would be, you know what? Do that, we have sounds any like, that sounds like a job for Tony Toulon. Do, do we have there any? Is, I don't know if he's a Trekkie. Is but Tony a Trekkie? I don't, I don't think he is, but you know what who is? KVK yeah, could yeah, easily we, be. We gotta a find a marketing trekkie to, to yeah. go out there. Austin Rollinson. Austin uh, could be a trekkie. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Burns, the man who doesn't listen to podcasts, I wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, if he's a trekkie. We're gonna find out who the trekkie is, and we're gonna get back to you on a future podcast. Yeah, or, uh, but but I do think one way or the other, we need to we need to definitely post that in there. All right. One last question for you, because I know you have putters to build. Yep. Um, blade people. Yeah. They're kind of like well. Am I allowed to go to these mallets? Talk about the blade people. So the 10S, the S hosel, that's been a big thing for us over the last year or two at Odyssey is giving mallets some hosels to give them some toe hang. So it opens the door um, for blade users to, to be a mallet user and try them because there are a lot of benefits that a mallet can give you that a blade simply can't. But uh, just one example, um, JJ Spawn, who's our, one of JJ our staffers. Spawn. Yes. Um, has used a traditional blade putter forever. I mean, I played with him years ago when we were both trying to uh, make it in who, professional golf. Who, who won that day? Uh, he won, <laughs> and his career has kind of gone that way, and uh, I'm here. Well, so, now your career has gone this well, way. Well, yes. I don't know. But, I mean, you're, you're winning putter counts each week. Well, you know, that's, it doesn't pay the same as winning tournaments. Well, that's just because you, you negotiated know. a bad deal. You've got a putter brand named yeah. after you? Well, yeah. I mean, come I on. Mean, you don't, you, I'm not come saying on. it's all bad. You, 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 hold on. You're saying you don't get a win bonus? God, shouldn't I? Yeah. I think I should. I'll talk to Tim. Let's talk to Sean about that. Let's talk to yeah. Sean about that. Let's talk that. to both of them. <laughs> totally. Independently, so maybe I get a double <laughs> bonus. The problem is if we talk to Sean, he'll end up getting the bonus for himself. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> and somehow Luke will claim it. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways yes. we, digress. we digress. Getting back so to back JJ. So back to Blade, yeah, and JJ. Yeah, so, I mean, Blade user forever, and I showed him, I think, at Sanderson Farms, and he switched either the next week or two weeks later. He is absolutely making everything with it. He's been, I think he's the last two tournaments he's put it in play, plus six strokes gained putting, which is a metric we wow. use for putting out there. You're getting into Kevin Na territory there. Yeah. He's approaching six, it. Six is <laughs> good. He's approaching it. Six is good. And so he's a player that's never really looked at mallets in the past, and now I'm getting texts from other players who have talked to J.J. Spawn saying, hey, J.J.'s telling me I have to try the number so 10. So I love that stuff. So, I mean, that he's he's making my job easier. He's a brand ambassador yeah, for you. Yeah, for, it's been, for the it's slant been awesome. So I, and I think, uh, you know, with that hosel, it's going to give players who are used to the swing of a blade an option that's higher MOI, more stable, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. I think, I think everybody needs owes it to themselves to try this putter yeah i mean it, it friday people got to go in the stores they got to roll some it, use both hosels try the bird of prey yep. i mean it's almost like i don't want to say you can't miss with it but when you line up like a 10 footer or less you just feel a ton of confidence with these putters like we said it sits so square that it has a nice bold alignment line 
And then you got the stroke lab shaft and the new insert. The new insert, by the way, feels amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, talk the, about that. It's a little bit louder, you would say? Yeah, from, that from compared we to our white hot micro hinge, which was in the stroke lab mm -hmm. line, um, definitely a little bit louder is what I'm hearing from players. And when I know we have a good insert is when I bring it out on tour. The past few, you know, we get some players who kind of immediately say, hey, can we swap this to white hot? Oh, I'm yeah. getting almost none of that with this new insert, which tells you right away this this insert is a winner. Plus, it still has the forward roll technology. Forward roll the technology hinge, right? and and just a just a nice solid sound to it. So, all right. Well, awesome to learn stuff. more about the super hybrid, check out Callaway Talks, starring and featuring Dave Neville, and uh, some of the late fitting room podcasts where it's also been mentioned. To learn more about the ten or the bird of prey, you got to go to odysseygolf.com. And also, there's a great putting podcast that uh, Sean Toulon, Luke, and you did, where you talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Double dipping on the yeah, podcast. There thing. you go. The putter right. pod. Thanks, Joe, for taking some time and uh, Thanks, Joey us. T. Appreciate you guys. Right, go back and build some putters. I will. All you right. probably like, a, who, who, who's the first person you got to build a putter for today? Can you even You? No, <laughs> I don't need one. I'm good. Okay, you got one. Uh, I got to go see. I got to go see. There's, there's Lex, Lex wants a putter. Okay, okay. Get, email me your specs. Okay. There we'll you go. for you. All right. right. Email you your Dave, your specs. That's what we call them. That's right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Joe. All right. Thank Thanks, you guys. Joey. All right, Nevs. We got a couple things to cover here before we take our, our break. Uh, and this is where it's fun because you haven't looked at this format. Um, we've both been doing some traveling lately. Yes. Um, we're obviously not recording this on Halloween, even though we're airing it on Halloween because we're not in costume. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you and the kids dressing up as first? Well, uh, kids are coming uh, with a Peter Pan theme. Oh, nice. So, so we got Peter Pan, yeah. Captain Hook, and uh -huh. uh, Schnell, Sm Smeed. 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 Yeah. What's that, his name? Smee. That's Emery. Smee. Yeah. I think his name is Smee. I don't even yeah. yeah, Mr. S Mr. Smee. Yeah, Mr. Smee. Yeah. And they will be making a guest appearance oh, today office? on oh, nice. Halloween. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Hopefully, what are you doing? Um, I don't. I think I'm gonna be their handler. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I'm. Uh, I'm borrowing Ethan's shark costume. Oh, nice. And uh, Miles, Jaws? yeah, well, Miles the cat is also dressing up as a shark. He lost a bet to Harper. So he's going to be Grandpa Aged Shark, and I'm going to be the Daddy Shark. And I might borrow Steven's shark costume and make Paige dress up as a shark as well. And we have a giant shark head over there, too. Yeah, I could it. just bring that to the house. That won't be weird. I don't think the cat will like that. I think you it's... should put that outside for the trick-or-treaters. Yeah, well, well, yesterday or two days ago, I don't even know when the hell this podcast is being recorded, when it airs. I, I was flying. The first two and a half hours were just complete turbulence to the point where, like, you know, we took off at, like, 9.30 at night. No one's allowed to get up. You know, the plane, plane is pitch black. Thankfully, it had a screen, so I was watching the World Series. Um, and then this F1 show I'm watching on Netflix um, I gotta look up the name of it. It is so good. It's called Formula One Drive to Survive. Uh, I'm not a huge F1 fan. I watched it as a kid, uh, but Tyler Sheen's been talking about it a lot around here. And I, I, I'm on episode nine of ten. It is phenomenal. Really? Hmm. It is, it is really good. We'll look that one up. Um, what, what's your turbulence thing? Are you, are you okay with it? You, you travel a time. You've just been to Australia and to Japan, where I'm gonna grill you on those trips mm -hmm. in a second. No, I'm good. I'm good with turbulence. Turbulence uh, doesn't doesn't bother me. It's all about the the first part of the of the flight, getting from the gate yeah. up into the air. As soon as the wheels are up, I'm good. Do you just go to sleep instantly? Um, uh, I used to be able to do that. Um, yeah, I'm not uh, a plane sleeper a, a lot, but now it's now it's hard. My my biggest thing last night particularly was because as Chad likes to mention, I like to bring my own food when I travel, and had had no drink. And, and it was like two, I'm like, oh, I'll just eat as soon as we take off at the little lunch pail, pulled it up, started they, eating. They weren't they, bringing the beverage Well, they could, the around. flight attendants yeah. weren't allowed to get up. But it was like two and a half hours, so like almost three hours oh, till I finally geez. got like something to drink. And 
Uh, let's just say it wasn't water, but man, it was just a little bit annoying. So let's talk about uh, these trips. We're fully expecting to have to bleep out almost everything you say, <laughs> um, but let's let's I'll go. Keep it clean. Let's go chronologically with Australia. You went to the land down under. Yeah, my first visit ever to Australia. Uh, you're talking about a, a long flight. We ran <laughs> into some uh, headwinds on the way down there, and that was almost 16 hours to to get oh down there. Um, I actually got some sleep on that flight, and I woke up, and it said you have eight hours and 45 minutes still remaining. This is after we had had dinner. I'd watched a couple of movies, went to sleep, got up. There was still eight hours left on yeah. the flight. That is a long, I'm, long journey to get down there. I, I did that at one point from L.A. to Sydney, yeah. and I remember taking off because I flew from New York to LA so that's already a you know six hours in the air and then you took off at like midnight right, yep and it's like I woke up and I'm like I had steak I had wine I had you know seafood I'm like oh this is great I'll, I'll go to I slept an entire night woke up and still half the flight left <laughs> I know we left at uh, 1 a.m and we yeah. had uh, dinner at 2 30 a.m so that was interesting yeah. but Australia was uh, amazing what a great team we have down there Callaway Golf South Pacific my first uh, visit down there so shout out to uh, Matt Meredith Matt Sullivan the entire team I found out that um, a, a lot of the the sales reps down there who cover a huge amount of territory they listen to our podcast which was really cool and what's for, going on in australia um for their their training modules that they have they use our hands-on videos so i'm like wow there's uh people outside the u.s who are using our our hands-on videos so that that was awesome that's really um, awesome interesting down there um it's a real fitting environment so fitting is huge so all of the sales reps are also just expert fitters as well and the other thing is they're all like amazing golfers um so are you saying we're not well i mean we have some good obviously we have a lot of good golfers on our sales team um as well but the australian sales team i think the average handicap was like one seriously i mean it was incredible a lot of guys wow. on the plus plus side uh as well it was uh it was a lot of fun, and we got to see some of the sandbelt courses. We visited uh, Royal Melbourne. Didn't get to play there, oh. um, but got to visit it. Um, it's a huge Callaway shop. Finley got to play there last year. He did? Yeah. Yeah, well, they weren't having the President's Cup there uh, last that's year. Good point. So where would you get to play? Uh, we got to play at Kingston Heath, which is a yeah. top 30 uh, course in the world. That was amazing. And this other course called Peninsula Kingswood, which is the home course of, of Matt Sullivan. Just amazing. They they did a renovation at at PK they like to call it Peninsula Kingswood and they put fifty million dollars into this course and the hotel and it is absolutely stunning. It's you know what I like to you know what I like course. to call fifty million dollars? I call that a chickpea. A uh, chickpea, yeah. yeah, a chickpea renovation, yeah. uh, right there. So, uh, Australia was uh, was a, was a great week. We went Saturday to the Saturday. I I left. Um, and I got back earlier than I, I, I left. That it's, was it's uh, the most bizarre wild. thing in the world. You're like, hold on, I left 16 hours ago. I flew 16 hours, and it's now earlier. than I left I took at 3 off. p.m., got in at 6 a.m. It yeah, was so bizarre. It was strange. So bizarre. All right, and let's talk about Japan because what what I didn't understand is why you didn't just go from Australia to Japan. That yeah, made no sense. There was. I mean, I know we all like miles, but still, there, there was a week and a half in there where, so where, I, where I had a ton of stuff to do, and I probably, looking back on it, should have just gone yeah. and done like the Asia totally. swing and gone to all of their offices. No, but I or, came or, back. Or just take vacation. <laughs> I haven't. 
I haven't taken any vacation since July. Well, that's why you should have done this. It's been a while. Well, you have PTO this week. Um, Yes, I'm going to uh, shout out to Nate Alleman. Don't don't say shout out. He's getting getting married uh, this weekend. Never thought that would happen, but... uh, Why did you think that would happen? It it is. But but the whole thing is like, we discussed this with Chad. When you're over 40, we don't say shout out. We don't say shout out. We can't say, uh, what is it? It's like smash the like button. I don't that. say any of that stuff. The subscribe. The subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. subscribe. yeah but just subscribe. say subscribe. You're not smashing a <laughs> button, Lex. I don't smash either. I think it's mash. Whatever. Oh, mash. Mash. I don't know. I don't you're not. That's how out of it I Let am. me tell you something. Smash. If you mash the subscribe button, you're going to break a $1,000 phone. So <laughs> good luck, millennials. Experience? Good luck, millennials. No, I've never no, mashed a button. Think, I've never broken a phone. I think just saying subscribe, like keep it to the verb, yeah. is good. Yeah. All right. So so you get vacation. So, so that's exciting. Yeah. Japan. So Japan. Japan sales there you are meeting. In Japan. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you travel with your own photographer? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're, you're like posting real time updates in the Penny Channel. I was like, I had to go back and make sure Cliff and Jason were here, that you didn't like hijack them and like take them across the world to photograph you. Well, a lot of those photos I took. And then we well, didn't uh, take that our, one. Not that one. Our friend uh, Kano san uh, took that one. Kano from the, the marketing team. It was an amazing experience. So not only the Japan team was there, but the Korea team, the China team, and the India team was was all there. So big, big crowd. And it's a little bit like the United Nations in that they translate all the presentations. They have a translator booth in the back with multiple translators. You have the the headset on, you know, you can pick your, your one for Japanese, your two for uh, your English there, and they translate the other way. So when the Japan team was up there presenting, they translated it back to English for us, which was, which was super cool. So I would have just listened to it in Japanese. See what words you, you can learn. I try that. Actually, a lot of like the tech words, like jailbreak, are just yeah, like, exactly. Oh, jailbreak, you know. Yeah. And then you hear like like every twentieth word, you understand. Yeah, like well, attraction of carbon crap. <laughs> like I would love it. That. Just doesn't translate. That's some, pretty some awesome. Of the words. So, um, so I used to when when we were doing the World Series, these things called unilaterals. So basically, uh, the re- the feed I worked on was for the rest of the world. So the non United States feed. They wouldn't let so, you on the U.S. feed. No, no, no. I was very happy where I was. <laughs> so what would happen is though the introduction to the broadcast broadcast was like 11 minutes before first pitch. Now it's down to seven minutes. Mm -hmm. So each country would start at two in the afternoon. So from two to like 5.30 or 5.45, everybody, we'd have to do the same open and they would do it in all the different languages, but I had to produce it. So for me, there was one uh, gentleman from, I think he was from China and he's going through the whole thing, going through the whole thing and he stops. He's like, oh, when I say this, you got to go to the graphic. And most of, of the folks that did this brought a producer, and the producer mm-hmm. would sit behind me. Like, there was a lovely guy from the Dominican who, when they would do it, and I could understand enough, he'd be go. just like, and every time we went like that, we went to the next element. So we would, like, stare at him, and then we would, like, hold our fingers like this, and when he would snap, we'd kind of, like, try to snap with him. But this guy from China didn't bring a producer, and he's, like, yelling at me. So I finally <laughs> said to him, is, is if you're watching the video, I just said, hold your left hand out, and each time you go like that, just point, and we'll go to the next thing. So he goes, no one understands what you're saying. <laughs> but every now and then, we get, like, blah, 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 Albert Pujols, and we're like, oh, we got that. It was kind of fun. That's another way to translate using yeah. the the, the pointer the point, finger. The point finger would work. Uh, right. We had we had some fun at the at the dinner. Where did um, you play there? Um, we we had some. Oh, we played. Um, we were supposed to go to the Zozo to Narashino, yeah, right. um, but there was a little typhoon that, yeah. that rolled there was, in. It wasn't a little typhoon. It was actually a big. It was a big typhoon. Big typhoon. But we the day before the weather was great, and we got to play at a place called Glen Oaks, and I got to play a Glen, Glen Oaks. I got to play. You going to Jersey? Yeah, I got to play. And it's on Long Island. Yeah, I, I played Glen Oaks over the summer with Jerry Magui, who I also know listens to the show. Hi, Jerry. No um, shout out to you, Jerry. Hi, no, Jerry. No, just hi, Jerry. No shout. 
shout out. Um, they actually use the same logo, so I don't know who did it Whoa. did it first. I don't know who's knocking off who, but I get did to, you buy did you buy your shirt? From yeah, the, I got so I got Glen Oaks uh, on both continents. Get to play, awesome. uh, which was you might was be the fun. only one who's done that. So I, I, it could be. Uh, we had a lot of fun there, and then at the dinner uh, they did a little thing they call triple track bowling. So they had. Uh, 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 can we say that? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We got triple track. They had hu- these huge triple track bowling balls. Oh. Uh, they were like the golf balls, right, with the triple track on them. Huh. And then and then we were putting, and then they had different pins, and it was like being on a Japanese game show. They're all yelling. I have no That's idea awesome. what they're saying, writing down the scores. Can they're we doing... just do that one day here? I, I think we should. I think we should set it up. They they had the, uh, the Odyssey, uh, the the putter mats out. Um, well, let's it was, do that. It was let's a blast. It. it was right. a lot of fun. All right, um, we're going to take a brief break. And then when we come back, Dave, uh, I don't know if you know this, you're the first person who's auditioning for the new permanent co-host role. Oh, really? Wow. So we have kind of a, a little thing that Lex, Trevor, and I are going to do with all of you guys who are going to be auditioning over the next couple of months because I need a new co-host. I didn't, uh, yeah, I w- it was interesting because I haven't been on the ship show in, in a while. Because you haven't I, been here. As a, as a You've host. You've been to Australia and I've Japan. Been, I've been doing Callaway Talks. I've right. done a bunch of fit, fitting room uh, yeah. podcasts. But, um, but you don't have a lot of time in your yeah, life. Yeah, the, the ship show, it's, it's an honor to get a, well, a this chance. is your chance to, to potentially. Are, are we going to do co-host? a compatibility quiz? Um, maybe we'll see in a second. <laughs> but uh, first, we have a video talking about Stroke Lab. Oh, nice! Once in a great while, an idea comes along that helps golfers make fundamental improvements to their putting. Stroke Lab is one of those ideas. Stroke Lab's unique weighting scheme promotes distinct changes to your stroke. Your rhythm becomes smoother tempo improves, and the head swings on a truer path. Tests show every key part of the stroke becomes more consistent, helping you square the face at impact more often. In a game of inches, that's a really big deal. Now Odyssey offers two Stroke Lab lines, Stroke Lab Silver with six familiar shapes and the popular White Hot Micro Hinge insert, and Stroke Lab Black with a new White Hot Micro Hinge Star insert with a slightly firmer feel and brighter sound. New models include Two super high MOI shapes, number 10 and Bird of Prey. Weight is shifted from the head center to its perimeter to create radically high MOI measurements compared to similarly shaped putters. The result is extraordinary performance on mishits to help you keep putts online and get the ball to the hole. Number 10 features our MOI magnification core, which is made of an exceptionally lightweight polymer commonly used in the aerospace industry. The core allows Odyssey engineers to shift significant weight to the perimeter to dramatically increase MOI, making number 10 far more stable on mishits than any others like it. Tour pros are already gravitating to number 10 and excelling with it. Hundreds of tour pros around the world have already put Stroke Lab putters in play. Try Stroke Lab and see how many more putts you'll make. All right, welcome back to the Ship Show. Subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Email us, shipshowcalloweygolf.com, or call us, 760-804-GOLF. Lex, do we get any calls? Um, no. I've, actually, I've been exchanging emails with people, but not people have not written in about the topics that we tell them to write about. All right. Or even just to say hi. All right, well, just write in and say it's hi, really people. Say hi to Lex. I, awesome seriously, calls. I have it on my phone along with my, all my other emails. Yeah. So I check it all the time. All right. Somebody write her an email. All right. Somebody sent an email. 
All right, Nev. So as you know, we're looking for a new co-host. We're going to audition just about everybody here in the marketing team. <laughs> I've even heard Ramon Ware is going to drive down to audition. Nice. Um, we're not paying for anybody to come down to audition, but if you do want to audition, email x, shipshowcallawaygolf.com, um, and we'll see if we can make this work. Hopefully by January we'll have someone. So here we go. As we mentioned off the top of this thing, which we taped another day, not the day we're taping this. So confused. We have some questions for potential co-hosts. Number one, why are you, Dave Specs Neville, the best candidate for the job? Oh, I would say my uh, experience. Callaway Talks, Fitting Room Podcast. I've actually hosted this show uh, a bunch of times. And, you know, my compatibility with Jeff Newbarth is just second to none. Right, I'm going to give you an A-plus for that <laughs> answer, especially the last part. What's the craziest thing that you're willing to do to get the gig? Uh, dress up in a shark suit. Yeah, but that's already been done. Oh, Ethan's done that. Steven's been uh, done. The, Miles the cat. You saying Miles the cat can be a co-host? He doesn't talk. He just <laughs> meows at you me. Bring him in. He's got I, as I good will a tell chance you, as I do. I will tell you. He's he's been stealing my chair at home. Uh, I walked in last uh, two. Whatever. I walked into the house after a flight at like midnight, and the cat's sitting in my chair, meowing at me. Like, look what I'm doing. I'm sitting in your chair. <laughs> uh, Miles is definitely the boss of the New Barth household. I think. I mean, when you're 17 years old and a cat, you pretty much rule. Uh, so, what's the craziest thing you would do? To get this gig. How important is being ship show co-host to Dave Neville? Um, <laughs> if you have another kid, would you name them after uh, the show? Uh, uh, ship? Yeah. Hey, that's not a bad first name. No, Middle name show? Neville. Ship show Neville. <laughs> SSN. Would you go for that? S. Nevs. Um, I would think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping um, that we, three kids, uh, three boys is uh, is plenty. But if we did have another kid. Yeah. Um, Maybe uh, maybe a little girl. Then it uh -huh. would be uh, she could be she could be shipper sh shiplet shippy shiplet shiplet. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, if for some crazy reason the decision is made, probably mostly because of your schedule, because you actually do have to be in the office to co-host the ship show. Who do you think would be a great ship show co-host if it's not yourself? Here's a chance to say something nice about someone else. I was thinking Nate Carlson. I was thinking um, yeah. the, the the shadow former producer what of the show. What's great about the shadow is uh, he he doesn't talk much, but when he does, it's kind of profound. It's kind of yeah. off the wall. It's funny. You don't know where it's exactly coming from, but it's always profound. And he definitely would not steal Jeff's thunder. I was told I can't say what I was doing earlier in the week when I was out of town. Kind of like you, sometimes I do things that we're not allowed to talk about publicly. Um, I was told by someone who's. I can't even say what they do because it'll give it away. He said, "Just you're one of the fastest speaking human beings I've ever come into contact with. I would agree He with goes, that. I can understand everything you said because you just say it very, very quickly. Yes. Said, well, I'm in a hurry because I got to get to the next thing. It's always, it's always the next thing with New Bar. Right, so Lex, I think how, how do you he think? would be a great yeah. foil, the, the yeah, shadow. He, he would be really good. I, I almost picture him as like an add-on fourth person just kind of sitting in the peanut gallery every now and then throwing in a one-liner would he be like a andy richter or like a uh, i mean it's it's hard to compare nate to anybody mm -hmm. um but but yeah i would say i would say andy richter would probably be a good place to start what do you what do you think lex how do you think nevs did there i think you did great here's here's the thing that's tough it's always tough when you go first like how do you make yourself is it? stand out? Because the bar first? is very high now that Nev's just I said. I think you set a great bar, Dave. Oh, uh, really yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah I I, in theory, I should have listened to all the other well, auditions. No one's gone. No one's Nobody's gone. gone. No one's okay. gone. Okay. Okay. I don't think I will, that bar is too high. First, but yes, you gave some really solid answers and you didn't stumble. You were very sure of yourself. Yeah, we used to have a guy here who's, who couldn't talk 26 seconds without stumbling. It was really annoying for me. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, because Dave was kind enough to go first, that throughout 
the the process, as some people like to say around here. Um, if you'd like to amend two of the three answers, because I'm going to hold you to the Nate Carlson one, um, you you have the right and the opportunity to do that. Because I think, like what was the craziest thing? I've yeah, heard? yeah. Okay, like I'll if, think about if, that. if you hear what other people are saying. Um, you know, I definitely didn't get the questions in in advance. Well, no, one. no one's going to get the questions in advance. And guess what? Everyone else who's listening, who's scouting, the questions may be different. Gonna, yeah, well, you're, they you're may gonna not. have to change them up. There's only one person who could ask for them in advance. Who would that be? Chip Brewer. You think Chip would want to be the Ship Show co-host? <laughs> co-host. I'm just saying, Chip prepared. That would for take the Ship Show to another level. Yeah, I don't know what level that would to. be. Yeah, but that would that would that would change the dynamics of the show. That would bring some uh, credibility. It, it might no longer be a saying we don't have credibility? show. <laughs> Are you saying we don't have credibility? All right. Well, thank you. I want to hear from you guys at home um, how Dave did. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. Call X, 760-804-GOLF. Open auditions will continue next week. I'm really excited for Tuesday's Ship Show. Tuesday's a special A15 edition yes. of the Ship Show. We've had a bunch of these lately. Lex and Finley are killing it. Those are going to continue regardless mm-hmm. of, of this co-host thing. Um, Lex, you guys have a great guest. You have one of my personal favorites coming on. And tell everybody. Yeah, we have um, Any Chance Alex is coming down Oh, in my goodness. Yeah. Alex Which Flores. means we're all getting food. Alejandro yeah. in the house. Yeah, we're all getting food. He's coming, though, in the morning. So I don't know if he brings a late breakfast or an early lunch or a snack. I bet he still brings cookies. Yeah. he, he You know, it's funny. He sent a note to me, uh, actually sent quite a few notes, but he sent a note to me one time saying that because I won't eat cookies because the whole keto thing, he's like, well, what, what can I bring you? I'm like, I'm good, man. You know, you know, just take, people keto. like the cookies. Yeah, Are but can you imagine if all of a sudden like he brought like salami and cheese and like everyone's like, well, what the hell is this? Cottage cheese. Yeah, exactly. He brings a big thing. Of cottage. By the way, fun fact, cottage cheese is allowed through the TSA. Isn't, I know I'm learning a lot about what's allowed through TSA wow. through Amanda because she posts about all the snacks that she brings on the plane. Yeah, I don't I don't post about it, but uh, I do yet. bring them. Fun fact, an ice um, pack, if it is not completely frozen, will anger the TSA agent. And when you tell them it's 88 degrees where you are and the only <laughs> time it, it went from the freezer directly to the rental car for the 30-minute drive, you don't have a freezer in your vehicle, they uh, just kind of glare at you and tell you to go ahead. Can I put in my my last pitch on being a yeah. co-host on the you uh, you want. on the the ship show? Um, uh, I figured you going to say you'd rather be a co-host on the fitting room. That's um, your last pitch. That's <laughs> that's actually true. But uh, do you know who uh, came up with the term A fifteen? Uh, I believe it was you and Johnny Rodriguez. Uh, it was me and Johnny uh, helped implement. Uh, we did some leather bag tags yeah. uh, back in the day, but uh, the idea is uh, all fourteen clubs in the bag plus the ball. So yeah. it's it's a fifteen. It started as a secret society, but it did. now that it's on the ship show, it's not a secret. Yeah, but society it's anymore. but it's great. It's a great way for us to to talk to some of the best. Um, customers we have to acknowledge, to recognize yeah. that. Who did you guys have on the other day, Lex? Scott. We had um, Scott Bruneal, yeah. also known as Robert, also known as Cliffhanger. TTU yeah. Cliffhanger. I, I, I played quite a few rounds with him at the Granddaddy last year, and I can't listen to that one yet because I'm going to cry. Um, and I don't, I don't want to cry um, in public. So I'll probably, if you see my door shut later today, it's because I'm listening to that podcast. I listened to it this morning. Yeah. Great, great yeah. pod. Great but, job on that, Lex. By the way, speaking of podcasts to listen to, if you've not listened to all of the recently released Girls in Golf podcast, you're, you're, not, you're not getting the whole story. Um, I listened to all three of them during my travels this week. Um, Caitlin, Julie, 
and the Gerudo, the Gerudo one I'd listened to previous, yep. so I didn't listen to that one this week. Uh, awesome, awesome job by Lex and Sarah. Thank you. Um, I, I just think it's it's the right energy. The the podcast with Julie I thought was so so great, simply because to me, like she's talking about something that could be very stale. Amateur golf, mm-hmm. like you hear that and you're thinking, you know, button up that top button, Matt Browning. Like that's <laughs> that that's what I'm thinking of. And this was this was this is why we do this podcast. Yeah, because it puts such a different spin on a topic. And hearing her talk about the Anwa is so different than hearing the dulcet tones of Rich Lerner say, you know, Fosse for Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> like it just this was really engaging, really um, approachable. I definitely would encourage people to check that out. We're promoting it today. Like it was. Yeah, it it's was promoted. Really good episode. Actually, we promoted it yesterday, okay. Lex. When oh, are we going to get yeah. more episodes of Girls and Golf? Are we well, they just drop dropped some more? three. Next they week. just dropped three. Yeah. Next week. And then next week you're going to get Is another another, uh, another couple binge? episodes. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's you know, the, the challenge is that we have to have people to actually produce these podcasts and, and to edit them and to get them out there and then promote them. So we're working on that. The Callaway Podcast Network is growing. It's growing. It's like and an empire. I called it an empire on Callaway Talks the other day. Did you? Nice. Yeah. I like that. Callaway Podcast Empire. Maybe we'll, we'll revisit it to that. You got to expand beyond just podcasts because Callaway Talks is a video, but it doesn't have a podcast portion. So well, what do we call the overall media empire? Callaway Media Productions, CMP. We've had it for years. Yeah, yeah. I know where, that. where have you been? I, know that, but I, 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 I like this idea of I it's know. growing. I know. Growing I know. Actually, I, I have another name that I'd like to roll out, but I'm going to wait till January. Okay. I think we have some opportunities. All right. Wow. Thank you for, for jumping in here. Always love, actually just love seeing you because yeah. I feel like I never see you anymore. It's been a few uh, weeks. We, we, we text each other from, uh, from other parts of the globe. Uh, thanks, Lex. Thanks, Trevor. Thank you, Lex. Tuesday, you can listen to Any Chance Alex. Any Chance will bring some cookies in here. Any Chance he wants to audition for the co-host. And I'll be back next Thursday with another edition of The Ship Show.